Welcome back to the Mustard Tuesday afternoon. That song is called Total Eclipse of the Heart, but it's not Bonnie Tyler at all. It is somebody called Nicky French. It was a massive song back in 1995. The hot night at nines all around the world. It was dominating. Dave Burgess from Environment Southland's on the line. G'day. G'day, Andy. Good to talk to you again. Not a yeah. bad day out there today. Yeah, it makes a change from what we've had over the last couple of days, and we just need that Indian summer to kick in, don't we? Oh, we do, but yeah, losing daylight savings has made a wee bit of difference, so um, yeah, it's getting into that time of the year, unfortunately. Yeah, that time of year too, we're talking about rabbits, uh, those dastardly rabbits, um, as Alma Fudd used to call them, they're still a problem out there? Um, yeah, technically in some areas they are, but at the moment they're starting to, starting to be on the decrease because of their breeding cycle, so um, their main breeding season is August to February, um, so at this time of the year they don't like the wet pool weather or the wet grass, so the Quite a high mortality rate with young rabbits, particularly, and predators get hold of them at this time of the year. So, yeah, a high population in the summer, but going down to a low population in the winter. And um, yeah, it just really depends where you are, whether you've got high number or low number, depending on your habitat and whether it's dry and warm enough for them. Just generally, Dave, rabbit numbers, they seem to be on the increase? Well, uh, here in some areas, um, but it, it's, every area is different. So, what rabbits love is short grass and nice, dry easy digging soil, so you can get areas like the Tianau Basin around Manapuri, it's, it's always ideal for rabbits because um, quite dry during their breeding season, easy digging soils, and even some of the coastal areas like that. Um, but yeah, some of the central south of the country where it's very, very high production farms, long grass, doesn't save on the rabbits, so um, yeah, bits and pieces all throughout the region, really. Are they a bigger problem than hares? Well, Rabbit numbers have potentially decreased over the last 10 or 15 years because of the dairy boom probably, but hares have increased. Um, so, again, rabbits don't like long grass, but hares love long grass. So, yeah, hares have definitely increased in a lot of areas, uh, which is a wee bit of concern, not only because they eat grass, but um, they can also do a lot of damage to young young tree plantings as well. Hares will just go on and nap off the top and keep going along just for the, just for the fun of it, really. And they can do a lot of damage to the front of your cow when you're potting along and all of a sudden just runs in front of you. Yeah, well, they can. They're sort of two or three kgs each. So if they jump up and hit some of that plastic guards on the front, they, yeah, as you say, they can do a lot of damage. Yeah, been there, done that, got the postcard. But we'll keep that story for another day. Um, <laughs> so the best time to control them, you reckon? What are we talking? Well, definitely coming into now. Um, so a lot of people rush out and try and shoot all those young ones during the summer, which is good sport. But with that breeding season um, that they've just gone through, you want to get them when they've come into the lowest population. So... We sort of recommend or try and get people to do a lot of their control from now through to August before they start breeding again. Um, you're going to have the most benefits, so hitting them whenever they last before they breed. Um, but appreciating that autumn winter is not always the best time of the year to go out in terms of having fun. And it's colder and wetter, but um, you try and pick the right conditions for night shoot, for example, on a warmer night with yeah. a no full moon, because I don't like full moons. And um, yeah, just take care because the ground's a bit softer, a bit muddier, so it's a few health and safety issues to consider, but yeah, we're just trying to really push for um, extra control over the next few months. What's some other control methods? Um, not a lot of tools in the toolbox, if you like. Um, the traditional control methods are night shooting, poisoning, fumigation, uh, and possibly trapping. But again, they've all got the health and safety risks that you need to consider and manage. So if you're night shooting, for example, uh, just obviously got to follow the firearms rules, do it on a warm night, uh, try and not make too much noise. So... I mean, don't chase them around the paddock. They soon cotton on to that, and they'll, they'll learn fairly quickly next time you come. 
And a lot of people tend to probably shine their lights too far out in front and use a firearm that's not really designed for the range that they're shooting. So keep it short. Um, and if you think you know, not going to hit them, just, just let them run. You'll get them next time. Talk to your neighbours. Um, combine your efforts so you're doing two or three farms at the same time. And, um, yeah, you'll have probably more effect because rabbits out of respect boundary fences. I'll just go between farms. So try and um, get a few guys together and, and do it in a safe manner. We can't forget there... We can't forget they're a pain on the butt around the garden as well. Oh, they are. And uh, we get a lot of people from the urban and semi-urban areas ring up regarding the rabbits in the garden. Um, but you've got the health and safety issues there with shooting and poisoning, obviously. So some people with a prized veggie garden, they might just have to go to the trouble of um, putting up some rabbit-proof fencing, some chicken netting around the garden, just to try and keep them out of those areas. But technically, if you've got rabbits around the garden, you've got some good cover. So you may have to look at trying to get rid of some of that cover if they're living under... Heathrow, for example, or a rush pole that you've created. Um, but, yeah, you might just have to go to the trouble of protecting those plants by so having something around them to stop the rabbits getting in there. And we'll just clarify before we finish up as well, the Easter bunny is safe. Yeah, it is. Um, probably a bad time of the year to be talking about killing rabbits and young kids <laughs> listening, but um, hopefully they're all at school. But, yeah, it's, um, yeah I, I'm not too sure if the Easter bunny shoot's going up in Alex or not, but... Again, it can have some good effect if you get it, get the right sort of guys in the right, right situation and just plug away at trying to control your rabbits. And if people want further information, um, obviously they can get some further information on the Environment South and website. Um, we've got a pest hub there that's got a whole lot of information on pest animals, pest plants and marine pests. And um, obviously people can give us a ring and um, happy to talk about what control method might suit their property because everyone's property is different depending on the habitat that they've got. For sure, Dave. Great to chat as always. No worries. Thanks, Andy. Dave Burgess there. He is team leader for biosecurity for Environment Southland. Um, on your Tuesday afternoon, before the end of the hour, Sam Riley with a PGG Rights and Stock Sale Report out of Lawnville. And up next, Morgan Ramsey from Young Farmers.